0: Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment.
1: JJB episode
0: 24. And we haven't watched any games yet, JJ, but we're going to. and uh, We're going to, as it's the weekend, it's uh, Red Sox-Orioles. We always do a Red Sox review. We always do an Orioles review. Sounds like the perfect game to do a review. Uh, we're just going to watch the highlights on YouTube. We're not going to watch the full three-hour game, but... Uh, we can talk about him. We probably would have been there for at least one of these games if it wasn't for your leg right now uh, But you got to limit how much walking you do and yeah, like we said last week parking Wait, is it walking at, around stadiums. at
1: Camden Yards? At Camden
0: Yards. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's just too much walking unfortunately, so that's fine Um, Actually today's game probably won't happen anyway because it's raining. Um, Sunday's <laughs> normally the game day I like to go through, I to I want to
1: see a, a game at Fenway
0: me too. I mean, I've only seen two.
1: If it's against the Orioles or the Yankees.
0: <laughs> I've seen a game against the Yankees there. It didn't go well. Arod got his uh, A Rod got home run in the seventh to win it. Uh, we're gonna talk about A Rod in a little bit, but Oh
1: yeah, how about um how about um forget. was his teammate did?
0: <laughs> Alex Rodriguez's teammate? Yeah. He had a lot of teammates. Derek Jeter? Yeah. Okay.
1: Did he do good? In Good that in game,
0: game, I honestly don't remember. I honestly do not remember. All right, segment one, things we've talked about before or <laughs> things that we talked about off-air. So, story one. Um, I got this from Jake Krause on MLB.com, but before I tell you what it is, I want to ask you the question, JJ. What is the most common double play in baseball? Like, if you were scoring.
1: Um, Oh, scoring? Yeah. Um.
0: Or tell me what the play is. Who throws to who or who catches or who um, does
1: what. First to...
0: No oh. Oh, that's not the most common double play. Six, four, three. I know you knew that one. Shortstop to second base to first base.
1: Oh yeah. So the ground But out. Also, <clears throat> also second to first. That's also common as well, dead.
0: Well, that would only be one really out. The nope. second baseman could
1: no the second if oh, they
0: catch it, you mean?
1: No, like it could they could hit a grounder uh-huh. and then get the Steph runner who was his... Yes, yeah, step on second uh-huh. and throw to the first base. You
0: heard me say the word most common, though, right? Okay, That's I'm not the saying most that doesn't common. happen, but six, four, three. All right, I want and I wanted to check you remember the scoring. All right, this was one of the plays. So I'm going to read the first sentence, and I want you to tell me what happened based on the scoring. There was a nine-two-five-two-nine two, two, nine double play on Friday during wait, the seventh nine, inning. Two, St. Louis wait, turned what? two against the Pirates. Okay, shall so we start with nine two to begin with?
1: Nah, that would be the um left fielder.
0: Right fielder. I always get those mixed up, but I saw the, the play, right fielder so. uh-huh.
1: to um the catcher. Good,
0: and then it went five.
1: Um. Third baseman.
0: Uh-huh. Two and nine.
1: So to the catcher, and then to the
0: uh-huh. right. F- what to the right fielder wait maybe over throw. no no you got it you got it so it was right I would fielder
1: to the right catcher
0: f- i know it doesn't make any sense right i don't know if this has ever happened before so all right here's what happened with one runner on oh, base, oh the
1: right fielder went to first base
0: nearly nearly okay. with one runner on base castro knocked a base hit to right fielder that sent reynolds dashing towards home a strong throw though by the right fielder was a bit wide of home plate so it went towards the catcher he tried to stop the run scoring but it was strong enough to make Reynolds' attempt to scurry back to third base. So he was trying to score, but he didn't think he could. Catcher Andrew Kanaisa's throw hit Reynolds, trying to turn around from third baseman Norlin Arenado. So it hit him in the back. But the third baseman picked it up. And um, he then, then he tried to run back to home. So he threw it back to the catcher. <laughs> the catcher made the tag. Now, the second baseman who would have been trying to get, because the guy who'd already, he'd already got to first. He was like, well, I can steal now. I can get to second. And while all this is going on, he's like, well, I might be able to get to third. So he's already running around. The second baseman was off the plate because he was trying to help the third baseman get the first out. So the right fielder covered second base. Catcher threw to second base. Apply the tag for the second out. So, Nubar rushed in from right after beginning the whole play in the first place to tag out Castro, struggling to get back towards second. It's not every day you see a right fielder get an assist and a put out without actually catching the ball in right field. Yeah, I saw that in the combination. I was like, I want to see your head kind of explode. Like, huh? How did nine start with it? And then how does nine finish with it as well? Nine, two, five, two, nine, double play. I thought that was pretty cool. All right, story number two. We always talk about our no hitters. So I saw this one reported by Ethan Sands on September 8th. Who's that? He's a writer for MLB.com. dot uh, <laughs> uh, Actually, M I M I L B. bcom com. Uh, in twenty, well, obviously twenty twenty two. All right, you're going to tell us about this one, JJ. Um. This one's fairly local to us. Somerset is uh, Pennsylvania. It's only about two two and a half hours away.
1: That's a long time away.
0: Oh, really? Because considering the size of the country.
1: That's what when Yankee, uh, consider Lewis Severino. I think it's Severino.
0: I'm not really a big Severino Yankee Severino to
1: be though. Somerset's good luck charm. When Yankee Lewis Severino last rehabbed.
0: Rehab. Rehab assignment, so his injury came
1: down. With the Yankees' double A affiliate Somerset, the right-hander had a hand in the club. First affiliated no-hitter.
0: So when he said he had a hand in, I don't know if that means it was a combined no-hitter. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I didn't go back and look up that part.
1: Well, at least he's for the Yankees. I, that makes it a better no I figured that's
0: why you were doing a little cheer, even though no one can see it on the podcast.
1: With some Severino against the Patriots.
0: Again with the Patriots. It's the Somerset Patriots.
1: The Somerset Patriots. Mm -hmm. Isn't it the New England Patriots?
0: That's football. This is baseball.
1: No, that's baseball. You know
0: how there's the New York Giants for football, but there's also the San Francisco Giants for baseball? You're allowed more than one. Or Arizona Cardinals, but then there's also the St. Louis Cardinals. You can have more than one name for a team. Alright, come on. Tell us about his rehab again.
1: Okay. Rehabbing? Rehabbing? A right latch strain and starting the first game of of Wednesday's doubleheader, the team spun its second no-no in the nightcap.
0: So he wasn't part of it, but whenever he's there on that team rehabbing, they throw no-hitters. They've only thrown two in history, and he's been there for both of them. Yoendris uh, Gomez and Stephen Jennings combined on a feet in a five-zip victory over Hartford. I think that's the Hartford Goats, if I remember correctly. Now, I also saw from uh, Rob Terranova on MILB, uh, Chase Silsuth, Luke Murphy, Eric Torres threw a combined no-hitter on Sunday the 4th. For the A Rocket City Trash Pandas, and that was their first no-hitter in their history. I think they've only been around like two, three years. It's always something to be part of something like that, but kudos to Luke and Eric for finishing it off, Silsuth said. But really, it was never in doubt. Just with our whole team, there was never a doubt. It's special to be part of this night, and the whole team in general. Yeah, I think that's one of my favourite names for a baseball team, the Trash Pandas. I've looked at yeah. buying one of their shirts. They do look pretty cool.
1: Like a panda in the trash can?
0: Yeah, it's it's a silly name but I, I kind of like it. I'm not even sure Rocket City. I'm not even sure where that team is. I think it, I know it's on the west coast somewhere but um I don't even know where that is. Wait,
1: it could be Rocket City because of the um Rockets. No, cuz the cuz of that panda, like the red panda and group. Oh, uh,
0: okay. Uh story three. We just finished book one of something called I don't remember the exact title. You might know, Jake. It's like The Hall of Shame.
1: It's the kind Hall of, of
0: shame. Yeah, it's kind of like silly facts. Um, I wonder, do you have a favorite fact? Having finished the book,
1: um, I can tell you the farthest one... pushed base, the farthest baseball pushed with the nose.
0: <laughs> and also, how, you um, remember how far it was?
1: It was like from f- home to third. Yeah, it was like
0: ninety feet, and it yeah. was some publicity stunt. I think the manager said, like, if they lose, and I'm gonna also, push a baseball j- with my nose.
1: And also, most games missed due <laughs> to burning the burning your f- their foot.
0: I don't remember that Joe one. Joe DiMaggio. How... Oh, on the covered right. Dad. Yeah, he fell asleep or something. while he... he had something warm on it to try and help an injury, and then he fell asleep, and then it just ended up burning his hand. I forgot about that one. I think my favorite one was um, the most expensive hair cologne ever worn. Oh, it yeah. was uh, Casey Stengel. Yeah, and he had a the
1: manager thought it was... Homemade gin.
0: Yeah, it was like two hundred dollars. He had his haircut and then they put all this stuff on. And then the manager was like, Oh, you reek of booze, and rather than admit he spent two hundred dollars on a haircut, he just went with it. So uh yeah, oh he got fined two hundred dollars, that was it. He didn't pay two hundred dollars for the haircut. I was gonna say that seems a little exciting. I'd
1: say just fine the manager two hundred
0: dollars. <laughs> anyway, um at the end of the book it said, Can you send in send in the craziest stats that you think would qualify for future books? Now I actually saw this one, JJ, um, on Uberfax. Um and uh, I read more about it on something called todayifoundout.com. I think this one would be a pretty good one. All right, here's the question then for you, as we just finished the book. Most seats bought by one person for a major league. Oh, yeah, game an
1: entire left hoping field. Hoping
0: to catch a home run ball.
1: Oh yeah, somebody bought the entire left field of a stadium and they still didn't catch a home run.
0: Oh, you already knew this one. I've never heard of this. I saw
1: it on YouTube.
0: Oh, okay. All right. So in 1966, the actor Charlie Sheen bought 2,615 seats for a California's Angels game for Mm $6,500. You might first think he did this for similar reasons as many other stars do to donate the seats to a charitable organization. Nope. He wanted to increase his chance of catching a home run ball, specifically Cecil Fielder's home run. Yeah. Sheen and two of his friends sat in a nearly empty outfields waiting for a home run ball, but he didn't get one. He later said, I didn't want to crawl over the paying public. I wanted to avoid the violence. <laughs> so I just bought every seat.
1: Yeah, just buy the entire outfield. Uh you could, Or you could try and get that to let you get like a not one.
0: I'm sure as an actor, he could have easily gone to Cecil Fielder and asked him and he probably would have got one anyway. Yeah. Now I didn't know Charlie or Sheen he could was have actually
1: watched batting practice. I didn't know
0: Charlie Sheen was actually a good uh, baseball player. He did appear in Major League. He's that wild thing actually. You know the shirt that I had recently? Um, I showed it to you. It's got the Indians player on it. So he played Wild Thing. I didn't know he was actually a baseball player. So tell us a little bit about his baseball history.
1: At Santa Monica High School, he was a shortstop and pitcher. His pitching ability was particularly impressive in high school. Sheen, um, a fastball f- f- that averaged about 84-85 miles per hour with good command
0: that's probably the more important one yeah rather than speed necessarily mm-hmm.
1: he was primarily used as a relief pitcher making the varsity squad in his junior year Gina was off, even offered a full scholarship at the university of kansas to play baseball but he turned it down to pursue acting
0: Due to pursue acting, yeah. So he decided to become an actor. If rather i than if a I got that, player. I would
1: probably take it so I could go to Royals game.
0: <laughs> and
1: take notes.
0: Um it finished with his baseball playing career ended just a few days before the playoffs of his last year at Santa Monica Monica High when he was expelled for poor attendance and bad grades. Yikes! And well, last, step
1: up your grades. That would have been or one your way. Study.
0: And I saw this um, just before we we're coming on air from last night. Um, Albert Pujols tied fourth all time in home runs now with Alex Rodriguez. I told you we'd mention him in a second. Um, Six hundred and ninety-six home runs. So he only needs four more to make it to um, seven hundred. Obviously. All right. Who's ahead of him then, JJ?
1: Um, well, obviously huh. the dude who used who use dirt instead of gloves. Forgot his name. Henry
0: Aaron, very good. Um, He's number two on the list.
1: Babe what? Ruth?
0: Babe Ruth is number three on the list. So who has the most home runs of all time? And it's kind of funny because... You actually asked if you could get his dad's baseball card recently. And I was like, well, don't you want his son's instead? Because his son probably has a... Barry uh, Bonds. Barry Bond. I was trying
1: to think of his name, but I couldn't remember. I can't
0: remember why you asked for his dad's baseball card. Because oh, I want have... Bobby Bonds.
1: Yeah. Because I want to have somebody's dad's card instead of just their actual... Okay. Pair, c- instead of the actual...
0: Get your Ken Griffey Sr.'s uh, card as well, perhaps. Yeah. Just get So you, you just want to collect him famous dad's? Okay, that would oh, be yeah. a unique little collection. I wonder collection. if
1: there's like a double one, like with Barry and Bobby.
0: On the same card?
1: And also... Might if, be.
0: That's probably a very collectible one.
1: Also... Ken Griffey Senior and Junior.
0: Uh huh. Now I saw off on Twitter from Ben Verlander. Enough is enough. All hands on deck with Albert Pujols. You have an eight-game lead in the division. This is the Cardinals. He's four home runs away from seven hundred in his last season. Start him every game. Let's go. Uh, he's mainly been used in a pitch hitter in the end of the, at the end of the game. But yeah, I agree. He's got to play him all the time now. If you don't let Barry, yeah. if you don't let um, Pujols get to seven hundred, that would be absolutely ridiculous. He's got to play all the time right now. Yeah. I would totally agree. Alright then like we said we're gonna do the Orioles and Red Sox. Uh we're recording, I should say, Sunday morning, so it's just they've only played two of the games so far. So this was from Friday night, which there's no way we can physically Good get on the Baltimore in time. Alright, we just watched it then, JJ. So what do you what do you want to tell us about it?
1: That the Orioles um hit some bombs against the Red Sox.
0: They did, I didn't see that. They did
1: a three run home. No, they didn't. In the fifth. No, they didn't. They did. They
0: didn't get any runs in the fifth.
1: No, in the sixth inning. Mean. Bayo
0: put them, uh, shut them down. Bayo didn't give up any runs in his first five innings, which uh, I had not seen him. And then
1: in the sixth, um, two singles, a walk, and then there was a They a, brought in a relief. A picture. double, I think.
0: First of all, there was a passed ball, so it went past the catcher, so they, that was And a then
1: run. there was a double after that.
0: Uh, who got the winning double then?
1: Gunnar Henderson.
0: Yeah, that's our first time really kind of seeing Gunnar Henderson as well, so there was quite a few players I hadn't seen in much except for very brief highlights, so it was kind of good to see those. Um, I thought Bayo pitched really well. Um, I know it was kind of tough in the sixth, but he pitched well up to that point. I think he said it was his seventh career start. Uh, it was good to see Gunner as well. Um, he struck out earlier in the game, I think it was, but yeah, um, he got the key knock, as you said. Uh, just a single to right, but it was enough to get two runs in, and, and that was actually, the game pretty much finished after that. After the sixth, I think that was all the runs, right, JJ? Uh, you got the winning pitchers there for me, then? Who got the win for the... I've seen as Baltimore won that one. Who was the winning pitcher? We know Tate closed the game.
1: Tate was the one who won mm-hmm. the game. Who and... was the
0: starting pitcher for Baltimore? I can't remember who it was.
1: How come... Yeah. You got the
0: box score right Dad there.
1: Dad forgot Voth? Who? Voth. Oh,
0: Voth, of course. I can't remember who it was. That's why. All right, anything else from this one? Mm,
1: I can... some Adler Rutschman has an 812
0: um, OPS. Oh, he does? Okay. Uh, Xander and, got the home run. I and, thought you and, you talked Gunner, about bombs. I thought you were going to mention uh, Xander Bogarts as bomb, no. even though you said it should have been a ground or a Henderson has an
1: 831
0: OPS. That's pretty impressive for uh, somebody who's just come into the league.
1: It's probably because he's barely hit. It's probably because he... Has barely gotten any games to play in. He hasn't played many, so but to still have those
0: numbers is still impressive at this stage. He's
1: probably been hitting
0: bombs to the outfield. Uh, he's been hitting pretty powerful from the clips that I've seen so far. I think his first home, first at bat in the league was a home run. So, all right, let's get to uh, let's go watch Saturday's game and then we'll report on that. This is a much better game. <laughs> You'll see no, in a second. No, it isn't. Wow! All right, we just watched it. That was an awesome game, wasn't it, Jackson? No. <laughs> Why? (laughs) Are you going to come tell us about this game? No. Why not? (laughs) Because. Jackson's currently hiding under a blanket. He said he doesn't want to say anything at all. He wants to edit out all my cheering. All right, well, the final score was 17 to 4. By
1: the Orioles.
0: No, Red Sox had 21 hits. And uh, started off pretty well in the first. They got the first three runners on. Uh, Rafael Devers hit a grand slam and then after that it just never care. got much better uh fourth inning they got four more in the fifth inning they got two so they were winning 10 to one at this point point. and um yeah it was pretty good michael walker was 10-1 actually going into this game so he's 11 and one now and then things got really bad for the orioles basically when the the pitcher came in was it um Kano? Um, I think I saw 1.2 innings pitched, he gave up seven runs, and they just kept, it was bases loaded with two outs, and they just kept getting knocks, or walks, or, um, yeah, six runs in the ninth inning, right, JJ? And who did they bring into pitch? They
1: bring...
0: Ryan Ryan McKenna. Ryan McKenna. It was his first ever pitching performance. And um, I think he only gave up one run, I think. Yeah. Uh, he had a walk uh, with bases loaded. But actually, that wouldn't even be attributed to him. That would actually be uh, attributed to Carno, So he might have actually gone through the inning without giving up um, a run at all. And um, yeah, the main people for, for the Red Sox was actually Kiki Hernandez. Uh, he went four for six uh, since he came back. He's only batting eighth right now. Uh, but he had a good game. Uh, Devers went three for five with five RBIs, so he obviously had a good game as well. Uh, standouts for the Orioles. Uh, Mountcastle had two hits, and Cedric Mullins had two hits as well. And I just saw on the stats, JJ, uh, Rushman's OPS is exactly 1,000 right now. It's exactly, wow. Right on the, actually, he went over. for Four last night, so it was obviously a little bit higher than that. Uh, anything else you want to add on to this best match ever? No, uh, that was the worst match ever. And um, I think that's probably fair. You got to talk about yeah, an Orioles win. Orioles I got to talk about a Redskins, uh, Red Sox win. Even yeah. so, I think that's probably fair.
1: Um, what's the? I want you to look up what the biggest Orioles win losses. Ever. Thirty. They no, give up biggest, thirty
0: runs because we saw it.
1: No, the biggest win by the Orioles.
0: All right, segment 3 update time. Uh, let's start with Coppin State. Um, I got a cat
1: basket on my head. <laughs>
0: uh, I got one for you to read, but I'm not exactly sure how old this is. I seem to remember seeing this on Twitter 10 days ago. I was actually looking on uh, oh, that was a question I wanted to ask you JJ. Remember when we toured the when we toured the Coppin State uh, campus? What was the big stadium? What was that for?
1: What big stadium?
0: The biggest stadium that we saw. The football one. See, that's what I thought. They don't have a football team. I was actually looking oh, to rugby? see if uh,
1: soccer.
0: Yeah, they don't do that either. I was looking up to see if Coppin State had a football team because I was like, oh, we could watch that game and then we could review that one. They don't have a football team, so and I was like, is it lacrosse? No, they don't have a lacrosse team. I was like, what else soccer. can they play on there? Like field hockey? No. Soccer? No. Track and field. I think that's all it's for. Why
1: do they have an entire field?
0: Well, you'd need a track, but. but I, with
1: what they but, might
0: use it for training i'm not saying they don't use it for training but they do not have a football team they do not have a soccer team well i, I was guess other
1: people could use it
0: uh-huh anyway while i was looking for the football thing i saw a couple of headlines and i was like oh i, I remember th- seeing that on twitter about 10 days oh, ago yeah. so start us off with the first story then oh
1: yeah um but i think the biggest stadium that's actually working dead not like the football stadium is the tennis courts there's like Not eight really. tennis courts.
0: There courses. was quite a few courts, yes. The softball field as well, of yeah. course.
1: Coppin State head coach Herman Reed has announced that Sean Rappé has been promoted to associate head coach recruiting coordinator. Mm-hmm. Repay joined the Coppin State baseball program just prior to the 2021
0: season, 2022 That's season. season. Uh huh. We were very fortunate to have co- uh, coach of Sean Rapay's abilities and experience join our staff last season, said Reed. He instantly got buy-in from our returning players, which goes towards the respect and trust our pitching staff has for him. He's been a winner in every past assignment he's had, and I'm so happy that he's part of last year's championship success. We've just completed a spectacular 2022 recruiting class with Sean playing a huge part in it, and I look forward to watching our pitching staff continue to flourish under his guidance.
1: I am honored to be promoted to Associate Head Baseball Coach at Coppin State University, said Rapay. I would like to thank Coach Reed for all of his guidance trust and friendship during my time here so far we are players are phenomenal people on and off the field and i'm privileged to be able to continue work to work
0: Towards another championship with them. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to see any baseball news particularly, so uh, I was kind of excited by that. And there was one other story as well. For the fifth straight season, Culkin State's baseball team has been named a recipient of the American Baseball Coaches Association Team Academic Excellence Award. It was announced by the organization last week to be eligible for the award. Teams must have at least a 3.0 cumulative GPA during the 2021 grade point average. Okay. Twenty-one, twenty-two academic year. The Eagles were one of two MEAC, oh sorry, MiAC teams to receive the donor, M-E-A-C. receive the honor, along with Maryland Eastern Shore. Bill. And the third story. This is more an alumni story. Uh, this is that? from the. People who used to play for Coppin State. Uh, from the USPBL.com, this is from Utica, Michigan. The Birmingham Bloomfield Beavers beat the Westside Woolly Mammoths 18-5 to in the semifinals of the USPBL playoffs on Saturday. That's a lot. Mark, it is. And for a semifinal, yeah. Marcus Castillo had two hits and crossed the plate twice. The Beavers advanced to the championship game uh, today, JJ, at Jimmy John's Field at 1.05 p.m. Can we watch it? I was going to ask, that could be next week's review. Yeah. All right. It's a rainy day in Virginia anyway, so we're not going to be going anywhere. So um, I've got YouTube already uh, lined up, and, yeah, it starts at 1.05. Uh, but being on YouTube, we can always pause it as well, like, if we need to stop for anything, or and we can watch it a little bit later. And, uh, yeah, so I think then we can announce episode 25. We're going to be reviewing Marcus Castillo's game in the championship game. Uh the other team the Utica Unicorns are by the biggest favorites uh by far right now. Why? But, um just their season record was much better. They're good. Uh, yes, they'd already qualified for the final, but the fact that the uh the Beavers won 18 to 5 yesterday, they're clearly on form as well, so I think that will be um good for them. All right.
1: I think it's probably going to be like one run apart.
0: We'll have to see, won't we? If it is, that'll be an exciting game. All right, we know about the Red Sox series, JJ, so just tell us the other games that the Orioles played this week. I don't think it's uh, brilliant stuff this week. Three
1: Toronto games. Yep. At least... They have an even record. And
0: how did they get on against Toronto?
1: Lost eight to four, won nine to six, lost four to one, mm-hmm. won three to two.
0: But then obviously we also know they lost seventeen to four as well. So they've had a losing record this week. They lost three. They
1: have Boston, Boston, mm-hmm. Washington, mm-hmm. Washington in three game um thing against Toronto again.
0: Uh they do, yeah. They got this time it's in Toronto. But yeah, with them being City rivals. El Bozo
1: to the Red Sox. <laughs>
0: And uh, for the Red Sox, they have an even worse time, JJ. Um, go on. You can enjoy they telling They lost
1: me. every game. They lost Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Baltimore. They were
0: a little unlucky. and They lost four games. Three of those four, they <laughs> lost by one. Tampa Bay, they lost 4-3. Uh, they lost 1-0 to Tampa Bay, and then they lost 3-2 to Baltimore. But they, then they made up for it last night by winning 17-4. to four.
1: And then they have another game against Baltimore. Yeah, that's the game and today. Then, Two games against New York. Uh huh. And then third against Kansas City. Um, and we can watch the September 8th one because it's on ESPN.
0: Um, it is?
1: Yeah.
0: How does it say that? Oh, ESPN Plus, yeah. Oh, Kansas City game, yeah. Um, the New York game's on TBS. Or so we could sure go have... there
1: and. And paid twenty three dollars,
0: <laughs> or thirty two. I am not traveling all the way to Boston just to go and see that. Um, it and did mention as well in um, the comment in the commentary that we watched. Uh, J D Martinez had his fifteen hundredth career hit as well um, during that series against Baltimore. This week in baseball, now, as I was putting that together, JJ, sometimes you even mentioned some of the little stats in there, but I think you missed this one. Did you see the attendance for the Tampa Bay games? So, I put the the scores back up for you. They have the attendances on the side there. Now, obviously, games against New York, New York's a really popular team, so they're like 20,000 plus for those games. One of the games was 25,000. What about the ones against the Red Sox?
1: 12,000, 8,000, 8,000.
0: No, that was really low. Like, I was like, and less than 10,000 for the Red Sox? Like I know they're not having a great year, but they're a popular team and people want to see them. Um, most of their midweek games have been around 10,000 for the last week. And the reason Why? that the... Yes, it's midweek and people just don't want to go see games in Florida right now. Um, New York's different because it was at the weekend. More people can go see games at the weekend. So that was why that was a little okay. bit higher.
1: let me read so those. So
0: I was curious then, after looking at that then, who has the best averages? So I looked at, I didn't put every single team. I put the ones that had an t- average above 30,000. And I put the ones that had an average below 20,000. So you can tell us any stats that you want to. Any that stand out to okay. you. Or you can just read through the ones. Do you want to tell us about the highs and the lows?
1: I think, Dad, I think the Dodgers should make their stadium even bigger.
0: Uh, Dodger Stadium is pretty big anyway. No, they
1: should make it bigger. So now, they can have over 50,000.
0: Well, I think they have a capacity of 50,000. I just don't think that they filled it every game. So right now they have the highest average at forty-seven thousand. Maybe they could...
1: Add to the outfield.
0: Um, that wouldn't be easy. Their stadium's uh, where it is. I think that's pretty big enough. You do realize not every stadium can have as many people as that. So even if Boston sold out every game, they could not have that many people. I think their capacity is about 35,000, something like that. Actually, yeah. it says Boston's 8. That's their the, average is 32,500. That's and a half barely thousand. more
1: than the Mets. Yeah. But 32.
0: Well, they have a new stadium, so they have a, a much bigger capacity. So
1: Houston's kind of Right behind them. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Houston ran the World Series last year and they currently have, I believe, uh, in the come American on. League. I think they have the best record in the American League right now. How
1: come Baltimore is 17,000? Uh,
0: now, I was looking at that because I, feel I bad was kind of.
1: open, they have 9,000.
0: <laughs> I was kind of curious about that because if you remember, Baltimore was really struggling to sell games at the start of the season. Yeah. So I was wondering, like, has their average gone up because the Orioles are playing well? Has it? So I don't know. I, I didn't get a chance to it check should, that out.
1: But are... yeah,
0: Oakland's the only team with an average under Ten thousand. I always list Oakland as my uh, worst stadium that I've been to. Why? Ones that current. It's not. It's not a baseball stadium. It's a football stadium. It's just everything's too far away. It's designed for football. So you, there's potentially you could have like a probably nearly eighty thousand people in there, but it's just too far away for baseball. So they're working on a new stadium. I think it's supposed to be ready twenty twenty four.
1: GMS.
0: GMS games. Oh, that was interesting as well. Or I thought it was interesting. Most of the teams have played like nearly seventy games, right? Yeah. Cleveland fifty-eight. They must have a lot of home games coming up at this point. Must they must just have played a lot on the road right now? Wait, like what? the next closest one is sixty.
1: How many like total, people to,
0: total? How many people total have been to the game? If you add up every people, every person who's been to every game, how many is it? So the bottom ones then. You mentioned Oakland. The next two at the bottom were Miami and Tampa Bay, and yeah, Florida's just struggling for baseball. Um, I didn't know Kansas it's City it's was so hot low.
1: Right now, it's the summer.
0: Uh, well, they're indoor arenas, so um, I don't know. Well, Tampa Bay's not, but um, actually, sorry, yeah, Tampa Bay is Tropicana Field. Um, Pittsburgh, I was surprised to oh, see yeah. so low as well. Bryce Harper, they had a Five hundred two foot.
1: Home run there. Mm. And teams at it the top It wasn't in the game
0: though. Teams at the top, the Cubs, although they're not playing particularly well, they're in the top ten for attendance. It's a big city. Chicago is a big yeah. city. Like all the no, ones Finby near the top. city. I think it makes a difference how big the how big the uh Toronto. the city is. I'm surprised
1: as well. Toronto. The only one in
0: Canada mm-hmm. has... 32,000. That's yeah. a good average. They've got a good team this year, though. I think everyone's like, liking seeing... Uh, How is Baltimore twenty-four. In... We already talked about that. They, don't have a, they didn't have a great team to begin with, and... People didn't want to play, pay the prices. All right, story two. I just noticed that your boy had done something uh, kind of unique. So go ahead, tell us about Shohei Itani. Um, He was playing against the uh, Houston Astros uh, last night. Otani, uh, who
1: typically touches the upper 90s with his fastball, and fat
0: emphatically
1: kicked things up a notch when he threw a 101.4 mile per hour fastball to strike out Kyle Tucker. In the third inning, it was the fastest strikeout pitch by an Angels pitcher in pitch tracking era since Eight. 2008. Otani allowed just one singular run and 6,000 hits. And that would be seven, bad if you
0: gave that up. Six and
1: 7,000 strikeouts mm-hmm. over five innings. And Root Ru- to his 12th win of the season.
0: Just a lot more awesomeness from him. Angels interim manager Phil Nevin said, I forgot they fired their manager. They haven't replaced him yet. It was a pretty good outing for him, including that moment. So I guess yeah. they should uh, just
1: make like a real beef pitcher that they like never, ever use.
0: So they're not saying say. he's the fastest Angels pitcher ever, but since they've been tracking that sort of stuff, they have it. I'm going to guess Nolan Ryan might be up there as well. Yeah. I know he played for the Angels at one point. I know yeah. it wasn't the uh, the LA Angels. It was the California Angels at that time. But I thought you'd yep. like to know like that Otani ha- is the... Uh, have-
1: been the um, Anaheim Angels?
0: No, it was a California Angels. I went to see them when they were Anaheim Angels, but uh, Nolan Ryan was not playing at that point. That was way yes, after was. that point. Alright JJ, any musical outro for us this week?